Hey, welcome to Off the Cup ABQ. Thanks for riding with me. I'm Dinah Vargas. I'm your host, and you're listening to the hottest, newest local talk radio for New Mexico. Off the Cup ABQ is the next level of talk radio, and it's not for the easily offended. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for riding with me. Let's take it off the cup. You're listening to Conservative Talk Albuquerque, KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. Hey everybody, welcome to Off the Cuff ABQ. I'm Diana Vargas. And I'm Tony D. So we had uh, original radio series Thursday, yesterday mm-hmm. with AllieForKids.com. AllieForKids.com, paid, adver- paid for by AllieForKids.com. Mm-hmm. She's a real serious kind of candidate. Here very late the night before because of scheduling, because it's that important that we get all of these candidates in we have reached out to many candidates if you have not booked your scheduling with do it now Mm -hmm. do it now because i mean first come first serve and you don't want to run out of time because i think something like 50 days left for at least mayoral and school board exactly school board and mayoral and it's really important that our our guests and our listeners know how close it is because, you know, mark your calendar. We want to make sure that you get involved, we're getting involved, and all the candidates that we have in getting involved coming on air because they want you guys to know, hey, I'm here, and I'm here to represent you. Absolutely, because the reality is uh, specifically the mayor and school board, it affects everything. It affects educa- education, of course. crime, and a way of life here in Albuquerque. Here in Albuquerque. Here in yeah, Albuquerque. And like you were saying, Bernalillo County, you know, Albuquerque, really great big city. I mean, you know, we're not as big as some of the biggest cities out there in the nation, but we're a pretty big city. We're a pretty big city, uh, not as big as the rest, but but worse than the rest. That is true. Very bad, very violent. I mean, let I mean, let's just you know discuss because all week we've been sort of doing other projects and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, subway employee shoots and kills suspect during an attempted robbery, because criminals once again are taking advantage of the criminal justice system. They don't fear cops. They don't fear they don't fear uh, judges. They don't fear anything. DAs. Uh, they and certainly they don't fear their victims. I was talking to my husband and I said, you know, that subway employee just got fed up. They got fed up with probably being threatened and robbed so often in that area. And then they go ahead and take action because their life is being threatened. Another headline reads, another headline reads, another headline reads, information sought in deadly downtown shooting. Because all day long it's crazy Albuquerque because my city ain't no stranger to no drive-bys. And you know what really makes me upset is they're highlighting the shooting, the shooting, you know, um, activities that's going on or the shooting crimes when... It's not it's not the guns. It's the people who are holding the guns. It's the people who are being let out, you know. So you're telling me that door. pencils don't misspell words? And spoons don't make people fat. Oh, stop it. I'm just saying. It's <laughs> I mean, true. that sounds like a radical idea there, Tony, <laughs> please. So a lot of stuff happening in Albuquerque. We're no stranger to crime, violence, lack of education, poverty. What... What influences poverty? Does crime influence poverty or does poverty influence crime? Like, the, like these are things people have to start contemplating. Is it, is it, is it more money that we need for education? Because as long as I've been alive, they've been throwing a ton of money. I mean, they'll just throw money at it and then come up with more excuses why, at the end of the day, we, children of New Mexico still can't be educated. I want to say we need to know where this money is going because we saw what happened with Stapleton, right? 
and all this other stuff. We need we as parents, because I have my child in the APS school system. We as parents need to know where it's going. It needs to be so transparent to where we understand. I feel like, like you said, we've been throwing money at it and we're 50th. We're 50th throughout the nation when it comes to education. Absolutely. Like dead last. Mm -hmm. Like dead last. Like uh, I don't know where else to go from there. Rock bottom. Rock bottom. And if it's not on the way up, then uh, what is it? So crime and education, it's going to be on the forefront of, of all of these campaigns. We see the governor now. She's discussing crime, but um, oddly, or not oddly, or I guess you could say typically, every single crime bill that went to the 2000, the 2021 legislative session, mostly didn't make it out of committee. That means it died before it even had a chance to be heard, a chance to be read, a chance to be voted on. Instead, they pushed for the legalization of marijuana, and I'm not for or against it. That's not my point at the moment. My point is that was on the table. That was the most important thing, uh, shutting down gas and oil. They're going to come for the guns next. This is, this is what I'm guessing. It's a prediction. Oh, yeah, for sure. They're, it's a total prediction, and then they're going to try and kill gas and oil. I support gas and oil because gas and oil supports New Mexico. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it's not really gas and oil's fault just because public education, New Mexico public education, has wasted, has squandered the money on things not relevant to education. And why would they go ahead and do that to gas and oil when we're one of the highest producers of gas and oil? Right. I don't know if anybody knows that, but New Mexico is like the third highest. And why would they do that? Producers exactly. of oil. Why would they in shut the it world. down? Exactly. And why would they shut that down? Why would they uh, shut it down? Sometimes it's the why. Mm-hmm. Why Why would they want to kill gas and oil? Why would they want to kill the one thing that that provides so much for New Mexico? Exactly. For New Mexico. APD investigating pedestrian cra- crash in southeast Albuquerque. Hmm. It's all day long. I'm telling you, Albuquerque is really bad in crime. Matter of fact... I went to um, a different city in Texas, told somebody where I was at, and like a legitimate question that they asked me, swear, they said, do you get shot at every day? (laughs) I was like, are you serious? Is that for real? Seriously, seriously. New Mexico police investigate uh, investigate after person found dead on I-40 frontage road. It's all day long in New Mexico. But but are they going to consider that a homicide or, or not yet because they haven't done the investigation or they're just not going to add it to the proper numbers? Right. Representative Armstrong, Albuquerque Democrat, to retire next year. If we had one of those little buttons where people could cheer and like all these balloons go up in the air and confetti come down, we do that. But I hate to jump the gun so fast because at the end of the day, guess what? Who's going to replace it? Exactly. Is what I want to know. So it's a lot of things happening in New Mexico, and often we get bogged down with daily chores, uh, going to work, picking up kids, going to school practice, or whatever it happens to be. There's a lot going on in our lives, and most people just want to live their lives. This is why we elect representatives, so they go out there and represent Mm -hmm. us so we don't have to keep an eye on them, because honestly, if somebody was keeping an eye on Representative Cheryl uh, William Stapleton, I mean, she was lining her own pocket, her, her nonprofits, to secure legislation to get things for a nonprofit, only to turn around and sign it over to the other guy that was essentially pulling her strings, really getting the millions of dollars while she lines her pocket with the million, has a restaurant, is, is and, and then she was talking about, about oppression. Mm-hmm. 
please. All I got to say is when it comes to these representatives, we we trust in them to represent us. And when they have their own goals, their own agendas in mind, that's when it hurts us. Stapleton stole so much money from the people of Albuquerque. And what happened? What Did she get a, a slap on the wrist? You know what I mean? Let me see if someone in the street steals that much from a bank or something like that. They're going to go to federal prison for how long? Seriously? You know? Seriously. But she gets a slap on the wrist compared to what that person would Well, we got. don't know what it's going to be, but we know she's not behind bars. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as being charged, typically you get arrested. You have to, you know, all of that hasn't happened. It's literally still in the, in the investigative uh, portion of the process. But how long is it going to take? I mean... Uh, several investigations have happened. Obviously, a ton of people knew about it. 13 other employees were suspended from the Albuquerque public school systems. And sorry, but when you're getting duped or you're getting ripped off or 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 somebody's trying to take advantage and pull the wool over your eye, typically you know. Now, you might ignore it and accept it and, and pretend it's not happening, but everyone knows it is. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows when you're getting burned. When you're getting ripped off, everybody knows. And like I said, we trust these people to represent the New Mexicans. So out, you know, throughout the nation, what are these people going to think about New Mexicans that we're stealing, that we're lying, seriously, that we cheat? Because these people are supposed to represent us, right? But often that doesn't happen. Often Mm -hmm. that doesn't happen. So shifting gears just a little bit, you know, on Thursdays we've been doing the bail bond reform. Mm -hmm. We call it the bail bond reform lies. So literally less than 18 hours ago courts rule pre-trial release doesn't fuel violent crime we know that to be a lie because we've been covering this for um, more than a few months with gerald madrid bail bondsman last man standing literally they're saying that the revolving door is not influencing crime when it's sometimes the revolving door that is increasing the crime because you get arrested on Monday for one thing, uh, released on Tuesday or go to court on Tuesday, whatever it is, released on Wednesday, and by the end of the day, you're already committing another crime. Violent repeat offenders is just that. They're violent repeat offenders, repeat offender, revolving doors, loopholes, taking advantage of the criminal justice system. Go to mañanamejor.com, do it today, get involved and see what's doing. What, what they're doing, what's going on. I want to know who wrote that article and like what city they were studying because it wasn't Albuquerque. Right. Because like you said, there's a lot of people who are repeat offenders here. So what the, uh, I, all I got to say is the audacity to put that as a headliner on one of their articles. Right, no problem here. Everybody move along, yeah. move along. Right. So they mentioned the Artie Pepin, you know, we, uh, we had been discussing him, which nobody was discussing him. And in fact, nobody was really discussing this until like we start making it a thing, mm-hmm. uh, start sending out information to candidates and saying, hey, look, if you're t- tired about the violent crime, you are going to have to right now acknowledge the 2016 bail bond reform. You got to always look at reformers. Why are they reforming and who are they reforming? reforming for because mm-hmm. often get uh 2016 bail bond reform not in the favor of me and you no i definitely uh, i have that one app the next door app and i and i talk about this app all the time because these are literally regular neighbors just talking to each other within each other's uh i guess neighborhoods blocks and things like that mm-hmm. and the reality is they're there talking about planting about maybe an event happening a meeting you know it's, it's just it's very casual but what it, it now has become is a way for them to report crime. Hey, everybody, be on the lookout because they got those doorbell uh, cameras that they have there. 
Somebody came to the door, looked very fishy. She did it three times. Somebody's knocking on my door at the middle of the night. And it's not just one neighborhood. It's several neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. Gunshots going on. Gunfire at the, late at night, middle of the day. Does not matter. I was surprised the headlines didn't read this morning on my way home. Uh, there was a ton of cops in the South Valley. It was blocked off. They had crime scene tape. I'm guessing somebody died or there was a threat somebody dying. Otherwise, they would not have closed off the roads. Mm -hmm. uh, there was no media there. There was no reports this morning. There was no reports last night. So what's and there was a ton of cops and I mean a ton of cops. It, it looked uh, very violent. So they pick and choose <clears throat> what they want to show us in the news. Hmm. Right. Hmm. Right. I don't think that's a new concept. I don't think it's a new, I don't think it's new. I mean, I don't even know why I'm surprised. So it's Freestyle Friday. So because of the political elections coming up, political candidates, mm -hmm. there's a whole bunch of them in all categories. We dedicated today to speaking to one of the mayoral candidates. Yes. Patrick Seiss. All mayoral candidates for the city of Albuquerque have been notified via email. And invited. And invited because it's uh, for us, it's equal time for candidates now, if you pay for extra time or something like that, we'll obviously do very good advertising for you. If you're interested in advertising, go to offthecuffabq.com. Click on advertising. We do very creative advertising this, you know. We even have block, block parties. We've mm -hmm. got our feet on the ground, boots on the ground. We've got the pulse of New Mexico. We are the next level of conservative talk radio, and there's nothing else like it out there in New Mexico, maybe even anywhere, I don't know. Off the cuff, ABQ, stay there, don't go anywhere. Every time I turn around, I'm getting broken into, and the cops don't even come anymore. What do we pay taxes for? Then I found out that the city has more officers investigating other officers than they do investigating crime. How does that make us safer? If you want more officers focused on fighting crime, tell city leaders by texting hashtag crime matters more to 52886 that's 52886 because crime matters more abq guns is the only women veteran-owned firearm store and has the largest blue label store in new mexico offering special pricing for first responders and military abq guns carry six hour glock cz usa fn usa and smith and wesson with non-inflated pricing visit us at abqguns.com ABQ Guns has the best customer service in New Mexico. Mention Off the Cuff and receive a 5% discount on all accessory items. Visit us at abqguns.com. Mañana Mejor is leading an effort to reform bail in a way that keeps New Mexicans safe. While violent crime is skyrocketing and the murder count in New Mexico is at a record-breaking high, some activist judges continue to release hardened criminals, many repeat offenders, back onto our streets. Learn what you can do to help at MañanaMejor.com. everybody, welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. I'm Diana Vargas. And I'm Tony D. And in-house with us today, we have a write-in candidate running for mayor of Albuquerque. He wants to work with the citizens and all work together to make New Mexico a safer, more prosperous place for everybody. Citizens are fed up with the crime, lies, and empty promises. And we know New Mexico is a promise made, promise kept. They want better and deserve better. I've always said that too. Welcome back to the show, Tony. And welcome to Off the Cuff for the first time in studio, mayoral candidate, write-in Patrick Seiss. How are you? I'm doing fine. Thank you for your invite today. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I appreciate you running for office. I know it's extremely difficult and at any level, mm -hmm. at any level. This is a citywide 
race? Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, so you're a writing so, candidate? Yes, I'm a writing candidate. It's a nonpartisan race. Um, been at it. I've decided to come into this race uh, two years, about two and a half years ago. Mm -hmm. I just got tired of the way the city was headed. Right. I, I've lived here all my life and just uh, continuing to see the downfall and the mayor not doing anything for anybody. Right. Um, yeah, it's completely unfortunate because, I mean, we see all the time on the news, there's all of all of these things happening and literally something could be happening. But, you know, if, if there's a lack of representation at the mayor's office, because the buck stops there, city council, I don't see a lot of movement happening there. Where you're not even allowed in the chambers. Kind of like what Patrick was saying is the city has been on a downfall slope for a while. Even they tried revamping it with the art project. We all know how that is and what it's being used for. They try revamping it with a few projects here and there. But in the end, our crime rate is still high. Our education worse. is the lowest. And there's nothing being done about it. Right. We used to say, thank God for Mississippi, but can't even say that now. I know Mississippi's <laughs> saying that about us. Right. Yeah. Thank God for New Mexico. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's unfortunate. You know, the art project rumor has it that it's literally just used to run drugs up and down Central. Mm, that's what I heard, that people just get on on one side, go to one end of the city, and then at the end of the day, get back on different clothing. They look a little bit bigger. They look kind of like the... the Michigan, the Michelin tire man, and then go back to the end of the city. Right. I mean, all day long, running drugs. It's basically like a drug route. Oh. It's just insane. And the art project, as you know, was supposed to make us make the city of Albuquerque money. Yeah. Uh, it was supposed to provide all of this millions of dollars. I remember the promises they made. You, uh, you spoke of empty promises. And art was one of those things that was an empty promises promise. And now you could just get on the bus for free. Yeah, that's just, you know, what happened to the making money for our city. And right. It was a waste of money is what it was. Waste of money was somebody's period. project. Yeah. Somebody's project. And that's what I see a lot of, a lot of these people just for themselves. I, me, it's never we, and it's got to be a we, because mm -hmm. one person can't do or think that they know Right. More than anybody, because that's not true. Right. It takes all of us to work together. A huge team of people. That's correct. A huge team of people. So that way you can reach out uh, on the different subjects or categories because you're absolutely right. Because it takes and then a strong team and it can't be favors appointing people because there's a lot of favors going on. Everyone's getting appointed. Everybody's it's like a jobs program and these are good salaries like Artie Pepin for instance you know with the 2016 bail bond reform he's the director of the pretrial services and is and come to find out pretrial services they don't they're not monitoring the monitor the ankle monitor mm -hmm. it's like who's going to monitor the monitor's monitor and uh, we could be here all day exactly. who's going to monitor the monitor's monitor <laughs> exactly be here. it's like a rabbit hole and that little article you guys are reading about the monitor, mm -hmm. that's, how can they even come up with that? That's false. They even broadcast that right. the bracelets are being cut off right. three, four days later. They're not even knowing that the person's gone missing or right. bracelet. It's like somebody turned it in and that's how they knew it was cut off. Yeah. And it's then, like Omida. Yeah. And then nobody's going out to look for these people because what's going to happen? Right. Everybody wants to defund the police and the police are already overwhelmed with what's going on. Right. 
they don't have anybody going out looking for these people who are cutting off their monitors. Right. Like, like you said, they're just being turned in and that's how they know. Yeah, or something. You know, <laughs> it's like, Omita, look what happened. Like, it's an accident they found it or something. Mm-hmm. This is just what I make, you know, imagine imagining is going on considering there's no accountability. Yeah, there's in and revolving door that you say. It's mm-hmm. got to be, reform has got to be changed. It's, right. Uh, this in and out. And you heard reports, I don't know if you heard them last night, the ones that are causing the crime constantly are the ones coming out doing it. Mm-hmm. It's not a big population. Right. It's a certain amount of group. Right. And you got to get those under control. Got to get it under control. And see, now they're not threatened by jail. Before, when we had bail bondsmen and everything, they were afraid to go to jail because it cost them money. Mm-hmm. They were being held accountable and they didn't want to do it. And then not to mention the contribution of bail bonds. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, if you didn't deliver that that defendant to court, because bond is like 10% or something like mm-hmm. this of, 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 of the total amount, uh, bail bondsman is on the hook for it. Yeah. yeah. And they, again, are held accountable, which will hold the criminal accountable. And now that that's not happening, who knows? Like you said, they're back in jail they're being let out they're the ones who are committing the crime it's not this whole big group of albuquerque citizens it's this little tiny group that isn't afraid of jail anymore yeah well you see nothing you seen the state police here what two weeks the crime they've caught a lot of people right uh do you remember the first do you remember the first time they came in it was it was a little bit ago but um First time they did that to help out Albuquerque, there were some people, oh, we don't like the way state police are, are, are behaving. And then, you know, they caught somebody, shot somebody, and then had to wreck somebody's car just to stop them and stuff. And then, and then the chief or whatever they call him in the, in, you know, in the state police department, I guess, would it be a chief? Yeah. So he's like, nope, 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 nope. We're not going to put up with it. Not going to put up with it. And they just put their foot down and said, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. know, and that's what's got to be done. It has to be it's done. Be done. It's got... like a child. Yeah. Exactly. You know, it's like these criminals are throwing themselves on the floor and, and having tantrums. Seriously. <laughs> and the criminal justice system is not giving justice to anybody yeah. but the criminals. That's right. That's it. And be- it, it's the criminals. It's the homeless. Mm-hmm. All of them are holding Albuquerque citizens hostage right. yeah. and not chronic homelessness. We're talking about people that want to be bums. Mm-hmm. We're talking about people that want to be out on the streets. We're talking about people that want to steal from your porch, steal your packages, bums. Yeah. yeah. Chronic homelessness, uh, totally something different. There's a lot of programs out here that help homeless. There's a lot. A lot Too more. many. Exactly. There's a lot more, really, than I've seen anywhere else. And the ones that are choosing, like you said, the bums that are choosing to be homeless, those are the ones that we're talking about. Those are the ones that don't want to be clean. Those are the ones that don't want to follow the rules to get get a job, get a job or get there early mm-hmm. or be clean, you know, physically, physically. It's because those people, they just don't want to listen, but they're not afraid of jail. So right. what do we do with them? Just put them back out. But there's a lot of those people that have mental um, of course, issues. And I, I go out there and I talk to a lot of these people mm-hmm. and um, what I get out of them, there's I figured there's four categories. There's the ones that have a job that lived and then all of a sudden something happened and they're out in the road life there's the other ones that don't want the help there's the ones that are mentally ish have problems and there's the ones that just given up uh they've been out there so long that they figure people don't care about them no more 
and they just that's the end of it mm -hmm. and they have no hope uh, but these people deserve better they need to be accounted for and work uh, get them working and work with them get these mental programs back into active that i want to bring in um and it's not the mental programs that they got now it's a 24-hour release they bring them in and 24 hours they're out that's not helping nobody they got to have a, a certain program to help these people go in the right direction so i feel like it goes back to accountability Account we're going to yeah. hold them accountable for their own progress and then as far as the different programs we're going to hold them accountable for the progress as far as the mental accountability and not to mention the programs itself because mm -hmm. as we know a ton of money uh, gets dumped in these 501c3s as it, it relates to homelessness homeless people homeless services uh, homeless needs all of this a lot of them own a lot of property mm -hmm. they get millions of do dollars if not hundreds of thousands of dollars I see a lot of their corporate or executive administrative offices in historic buildings downtown and you go to open the door there's no sign on the door you just happen to know where to go it, yeah it's heading home or you know one of these I remember St. Martin's hospitality father Rusty Smith I believe it was it's online because Nonprofits have to file their taxes publicly. Mm -hmm. Like you know, the public is allowed to see these. They're you know they're not uh, privy to privacy. He was uh, approving himself raises of more than eight thousand a year. Oh. So with the and then and then ends up becoming a top 10, 15 percent earner in America, and a mission that says to cure chronic homelessness. I would think that would be in direct conflict with. A personal interest I mean why would you cure chronic homelessness if you're a top 15% 10% earner in America yeah they're not curing it they're enabling it accountability they're over here putting porta potties at the parks where the homeless have overran right I'm all I understand the porta potty concept because you don't want them just kind of using it anywhere but at the same time you're enabling them to be homeless by providing that so many resources so what are right. we doing yeah. what are we really doing and these homelessness are like i said holding albuquerque citizens hostage because you know as a mother i have my kids i don't want anybody to run up on me as far as my car and i don't like getting down really wherever i see them mm -hmm. and then they're like not they're literally knocking right. on your window right. do you have two bucks do you have two bucks like, do you have a cigarette no. i'm like what are you doing dude where where are you from like why and they go oh the east side and i go oh so you're not from here what school did you go to oh you're not from here again a lot of these homeless people they don't even look like us mm -hmm. like new mexicans or people from albuquerque because again that um there's a better way program it it was a national ad campaign and it literally drew people to albuquerque and so there there's a lot of that happening and then a lot of them like you said um aren't from here so they can't get the proper paperwork to get identification and everything and it just it goes back to this uh you know i can't do this it's a rat then, race yeah yeah i mm -hmm. can't do this so i'm stuck here well i'm stuck here because i can't do this type right. of deal right well what that's, that's why new mexico has a lot of homelessness and especially albuquerque they bust them in mm -hmm. because of all the programs that you say right mm -hmm. and you know, that's right. taken away from us, our Absolutely. money, and our safety. Right. And and 
I would like to see what or know what the budget is for that because Albuquerque does that as well. All cities do. They they round up homeless and they're like, well, where do you want to go? I'm just trying to get home to where. Right. Mm -hmm. And then they they encourage this. They they buy the one way ticket, Mm -hmm. one way ticket or it's uh, move along, move along. But seriously, from from the homeless park over here by the freeway, is it second or third? Something like this. Yeah, right there. And then uh, it's not just there. It's lining all the way up the road. But if you go to the homeless actual facilities, there's no homeless there. Yeah, where are they at? Because they get run off from there. See what I mean? And it's just like nobody really knows what's happening over mm-hmm. here in Albuquerque. No one's holding anybody accountable. We're not holding the, the homeless accountable. We're not holding the programs accountable. We're not holding the people who create the programs accountable. We're not being transparent with the funds. And that Albuquerque is suffering. And policymakers. Yeah, we're, we're not holding any policymakers accountable. Like, okay, you made this policy to help out the homeless. Fine. How is it going to help them? How are you going to track that? And what's your progress? So like, far? what is it equal? Exactly. Right. What's the result? Mm-hmm. What do they get out of it? What do we get out of it? It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And I really like how Patrick was saying, you know, I talk to these people. Matter of fact, you're telling me you guys were talking to some people at a concert last night. Yeah. Which concert was it? Uh, we went to Corn and Stain last night. How fun. Yeah. Exactly. At the Stead Amphitheater. Oh, nice, nice. We Did they out. make you wear a mask? No, no. Nice. No, your choice. Your choice. It's still right? America, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and see kind the, of. Uh, <laughs> kind of. Kind of. And see, the best part about that that I really like is you don't see a lot of the uh, representatives now going to things like that, like the corn concert, to talk to the people. You don't see that. Right. Where are the representatives that represent? I don't even know what they look like or their face. You know what I mean? But I see all these people who want to represent us. Mm-hmm. That's well, cool that you were down there talking. And, and that's that's what I've been doing for the last six months, going knocking doors, and and you got these other candidates on TV, radio, or they're not they're not out there meeting the people. I'm out there meeting people, like face the to face. concert. I'm out there talking. There's to everybody, um, and the main thing that you said, you don't they don't see candidates out there, and they just look at me and say, "Well, just because you're out here." That shows that you're part of the people, and you want to work with the people. You right. want to listen. You're putting a face to the name. Right. You're yeah. putting a face to your name. So yeah. when these people read your name on the ballot, they'd be like, oh. I remember that guy. I know that guy. He was over here at the mm-hmm. amphitheater. Yep. Exactly. And yes, that yes. that's the most important part. Like I said, I don't even know who, what our representatives look like. Like, I know some names, but I don't know their faces. If I were to see them, you know, here next door to me, I wouldn't know. And that's where we've gone to as far as, you know, citizens of Albuquerque. We really don't know who represents us. They really don't know their values. We just kind of they just kind of keep getting reelected. And and Albuquerque is on this downslope that you're talking about. So, you know, as a candidate, I'm sure you have a lot of ideas. Yeah, I I mean, I have a lot of ideas that. We all that we can. We all have to work together. It's just not one person. We mm-hmm. all got to work together. Um, you know, as far as the crime thing, I, I feel that we got to get our law enforcement to get into the neighborhoods to talk to landlords and uh, apartment owners and uh, homeowners and get a grip in the neighborhoods. Uh, communicate. Let them know that you're in the neighborhoods, willing to help and work together. Uh, but when you don't have these these situations like that, it's just 
the free for all. So I'm, it goes back to getting more acquainted with your district. Like if you're this cop and this is what you cover a lot, get more acquainted with the people in it. And then funding the police more so they are able to take the time to get to know the people in their district that they're serving. Yeah. And I, I've, I've seen a lot of, you know, I've talked to a lot of people and I tell them that when you work with those neighborhoods, I would like to see somebody in the no- neighborhoods start a small business in there. When small businesses come into neighborhoods, the people in the neighborhood say, well, look, now they're looking at us. Now they feel more proud. They start to take care of their neighborhoods mm-hmm. and their communities. It's a pride issue also. That I was going to say, they take on. more pride in their community Correct. when they have you know, a small business that they're actually really prideful to have or, or really happy to have contributing to the community. Correct. So I agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's going to take a lot because it's, it's not going to be one person saving the day in Albuquerque. It's going to take one good leader uh, to lead a vision and then encourage the entire city mm-hmm. to get on the mission, right? You have to have a mission and a vision. So if the mayor is supposed to lead the vision of the city mm-hmm. and then that vision is, is supposed to be played out by the citizens, by, by the people that live there. And Albuquerque is so unique that every like part of the city, every neighborhood is unique. It's almost its own thing, right? Whether you're talking about the South Valley, we could even get more specific than that and be like Kinney Brick, mm-hmm. Los Padillas, San Jose. San Jose, things like this. Very specific, very unique. And that's just there. I mean, I mean, this happens throughout the city and actually throughout the entire county. So sometimes needs have to be addressed uh, specifically or tailored mm-hmm. because what, what works for one isn't going to work for the other, but you don't know that unless you got boots on the ground. That's correct. That is correct. Um, you know how you were talking about the homeless and the way you have them down here on Second Street? The other day we were passing one of the on-ramps and they're what I call a band-aid. Is they're putting lava rocks where they were putting tents. It's just a band-aid. That's not going to help anybody. That's just moving them to another part of town. Right. Uh, up where we live, we see a lot of uh, camper trailers, uh, RVs just parked on the side of the roads. Mm-hmm. Uh, camping out. Right. And, camping out. And there's no accountability for any of that. Right. Uh, just trash building up and it's just an awful sight when I've never yeah I've never seen Albuquerque like so dirty seriously ever I remember Albuquerque used to be very very clean mm-hmm. yeah. I think and we got to take a quick break and then uh, but go ahead and finish your thought real quick it's just a nice sort of coming in from uh, uh, the west side you're coming down the freeway you look to the right and you see that flying J um, you see tents it's not a good look for new albuquerque it's everywhere coming into albuquerque right that's not a good look right it's right there yeah. it's like a big old tent you under know the bridges too under the bridges and completely completely filthy mm-hmm. gotta take a quick break we'll be right back in house with us is right in candidate patrick size stay there don't go anywhere <laughs> 
Mañana Mejor is committed to fighting for safer communities, a better judiciary and civil justice reform, and for good reason. Thanks to loopholes in New Mexico's flawed 2016 bail bond reform bill, even the most dangerous criminals appear to be eligible for pretrial release. While violent crime is skyrocketing and the murder count in New Mexico is at a record-breaking high, some activist judges continue to release criminals, many repeat offenders, back onto our streets. Mañana Mejor is committed to bringing safety back for the people of New Mexico through bail bond reform and a better judiciary. Learn more at mañanamejor.com. Find out what you can do to help take back our courts so they work for the safety of New Mexicans. Visit mañanamejor.com. You are the experiment when you take the experimental COVID-19 vaccines. Did you know that according to the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System run by the government that over 900 women have documented miscarriages linked to their COVID-19 shot? COVID-19 vaccines have not been approved for pregnant women or children. Read our reports and hear the facts from a COVID-19 task force whistleblower at abortionfreenm.com. If you want to help us end abortion in New Mexico, visit abortionfreenm.com today. That's abortionfreenm.com. Golden Equipment Company, finding innovative solutions. We are a full-service heavy equipment Volvo dealer offering sales, parts, service, and rental. Locally owned for over 35 years, we're proud to be a part of your community. Our dedicated and certified crew will help keep you productive and efficient. Come see us at any of our three locations, Albuquerque, Farmington, and Durango, Colorado. Check us out on social media or visit our website, goldenequipment.com. We look forward to helping you with your next project. Hey everybody, welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. I'm Diana Vargas. And I'm Tony D. What's happening, Tony? And nothing much, you know, just living life, trying to get my kids educated in the right system. Right. What and is that system? The system's racist. The system is uh, broken. What else did you say? I was just saying, I'm trying to get the right people elected who right. are going to represent right. what I believe in. That's it at the end of the day. So 90 years of the same dominating party, same dominating mindset. You got Republicans, you got Democrats, and you got the other flavors, but Democrat, Republicans, and major parties. They got primaries. I don't know if the other ones do. I don't even know what the other ones do. I'll be real honest with you. I don't know. I don't know either. Red, blue, still the biggest gangs in America called the Crips and the Bloods. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, I feel it's not going to come down to red, blue. It's not going to be Democrat, Republican. It's going to be about we the people. And this hour has to be about we the people. Because what we've been doing has not worked for us. And it's not that all Republicans are good and all Democrats are bad, but it's a mindset and it's also a platform. Meaning if you belong to a certain party, you're obligated to that platform. You're obligated to vote for those platform values, even if they are not your family values, even if they are not American values. And I hate to be a spoiler so early in the show, but the show's called Not for the Easily Offended. And at the end of the day, there is no such thing, no matter how much they say it over and over again, a socialist Democrat. It does not exist. Hmm. All I got to say about that is, everyone, we need to educate ourselves. We need the want to educate ourselves and to look at what's actually going on. I am, you know... I was complacent, to be honest. I was complacent in my little life, just trying to work every day, support my family, and go forward. But, you know, we can't just do that because our country is dying. 
And if we really care about our country, our values, our freedom, our faith, we have to get involved. And it's not the easiest. Sometimes it takes a lot of time, volunteer time. And I know a lot of candidates that are putting a lot of their own volunteer time. And even Dinah, you know, we're trying to get the message out to everybody. And Patrick, you're running because you want to get your message out to everybody. Yeah. Well, the, Better message, Albuquerque. the message is that we need a safer and better place for everybody, uh, for our kids, the education, the this mass stuff's got to stop for everybody. Uh, Dr. Fauci doesn't know if he's coming or going. Uh, from top to the bottom, they don't know if it's true or false or if, you know, natural immunity is always the best. And this double up on shots and, and boosters and forcing it on our kids. And now I'm hearing that they're trying to put it on our five-year-olds and up. Um, it's our choice, people, and that's got to stop. That's masking and this forcing of these shots has got to stop. This is still America. We still got a choice in this country. Right. What amazes me is they say get vaccinated, so you go get vaccinated. And then they say wear a mask so you don't make anybody sick. And I want to know what happened in the flu. Oh, by the way, they've been countering that narrative on the news. Mm -hmm. They said, well, we're just in flu season right now. And so you'll start seeing a lot more flu. I saw this. It was, I want to say statistic, I guess. It was a flu statistic. And every year, you know, it had the statistics of who had the flu. And in 2017, 2018, said 808,000 people. That was like the most in over a 15-year span, right? And then it comes to um, 2020 and 2021. Four. 2,000. Oh, I was going to say four. I know. I was like, what happened to the but flu? It went from 800,000 to two. Now right. I think things just consider COVID. Right? It was like hide and seek. I'm like, where's the flu? I want to know what happened to the flu. I'm very concerned about the flu. Is it coming back or what? What's going on? Do I need the flu shot? I mean, where's Dr. Fauci? I need the science and I need the science right now to tell me what to do. I don't know what to do. Exactly. Well, okay. the, other, the other day we were at the, and that's, I, I'm laughing now because what you're saying, we were at the hospital the other day mm -hmm. and we, I just asked the doctor, why is it, what happened to the flu? Right. And she looked at me with a serious look, and she says, well, it's starting to make a comeback. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, what do you mean it's starting to make a comeback? Where did it ever go? Right, right. And, she and if it know. went away, how, how are we still catching the flu? I'm all confused. Yeah, confused. Confused. I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. And, and, and it goes back to the, the tests that they're wanting to test our children with, because mm -hmm. we, we told you about the um, on-site testing that they're going to be doing with kids in APS. The tests can't differentiate between the cold, the COVID, the Delta. It can't tell you what it's going to be. It's just positive. Right. And where, where is Delta and what comes after Delta? This is mm. what I want to know. So well, we have the welcoming committee, you know, like what comes after Delta? Because if there's COVID-19, is there a COVID-20 or is that Delta? I mean, how does it go? Because I, I, I don't see no end in sight because they told us two weeks, mm -hmm. two weeks flatten the curve. Going on two years now. Going well, on two years now. There's the moo. The moo is out. M-U. That's oh coming right. That's the foottails of the Delta. Seriously? Seriously. You haven't so, heard that? No. So, okay, so write <laughs> that down. So we got COVID-19, and then we're going to move to Delta. I mean, we can make a radio series out of this. <laughs> and then and then the moo. Yeah, that came out uh, last week that mm -hmm. was being broadcasted. The moo is M-M-M-U. 
MU. I feel like these things are just coming out to keep us in fear. Because if we're not in fear, we're not in a state of emergency. And you're not in, 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 a, in a situation where you could be controlled. So here's my thing. What happened to H1N1? What happened to Ebola? What happened to West Nile? What happened to all these other things that they were like, be afraid, stay inside. You know what I mean? It was like the same message. Right. But we didn't fall for it. You know what happened? Exactly that. We didn't do it. We we didn't react to it. We didn't participate. But COVID-19, it was like, you know, it's coming. And I was like, worldwide. Worldwide. Mm -hmm. And so you saw these news reports like you always do for all of these other things. I mean, I'm still waiting for... Y2K, when the computer, when the whole world was going to end because the computer couldn't <laughs> yeah, when go whole- from 1999 to 2000. Yeah. Everybody was freaking out. All the systems were supposed All to go the ahead and, and crash. And like I thought we were going to be in the like depths of hell and just listening to a party like it's 1999 over and over again on some worn out record player from Prince or artists formerly known as Prince. Yeah, I honestly thought, you know, I was I was a young kid when that was coming out and the fear, I was like, are we going to like go back to I don't know, caveman days? Exactly, making our fire out of sticks. Right, right. Where's our right. cow that we're going to live off of? Right. Yeah, like it was just absurd, but I kind of remember that kind of being the big sort of thing that was happening and it's 1999. I'm a bit younger. I'm in Arizona at some concert, you the know. The internet just came out like 9 years ago. Right, right, right. So we're going to take a quick, quick break. When we come back, we're going to finish up with mm-hmm. Patrick Seiss. He's a write-in mayoral candidate. Stay there. Don't go anywhere. Do you need hope? Hope to live, hope to grow, and hope in God? Find these and more at Hope Ahead Classes, women helping women in a caring community. Class info at hopeahead.org. We give practical, simple help, tips, and tools. Find your hope this summer. Find hope in three days. Change your life at the Hope Ahead Retreat. There is a cost, but scholarships are available. Connect with other Christian women. September 23rd through 25th. Information at hopeahead.org. Come join us. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. I'm Diana Vargas. And I'm Tony D. It's Freestyle Friday. You know what Freestyle Friday is. It is free advertising if you are an artist if you are a singer, if you would like your song debuted on FM AM radio, log on to offthecuffabq.com. Click on I'd like to be a guest. Somebody will call the comadres, the comadres, they will call you back because they're on it. Mm-hmm. Very organized. This show has never been more organized since we've had them. Um, totally grateful to both Loretta and Alice. Thank, thank both of you. And thanks for always keeping us in your prayers also because all of us have the heart and the pulse of the city of of New Mexico because we're truly, truly in the spirit of faith, family, freedom. And often that's offensive to some people. I don't see how, to be honest. Seriously. Faith, what's your faith? Family, we love our family. And freedom, that's what the U.S. is, you know, based off of. Right. So how's that offensive? Right. Where, Where would you go? Nowhere else. I mean, outside of the United States. Nowhere else. I would go nowhere else. You know, I had a conversation with a friend and our whole lives. She's always been like, you know, real one mindset is how I would put it. And she goes, oh, yeah, the U.S., it's, it's trash and it's it's going down. And I told her, you know what? This is the only place that you would be able to talk like that about mm. your own country. 
you have that right. As much as you dislike it, you're utilizing that right. Right. So just try to go to this other place that you want to go to because she's all about, you know, another content continent overseas. And I'm like, go try talking about that, about the country there and see what happens to you. And look at ye Mm -hmm. benefiting from the rights and privileges Mm -hmm. that your brother's and sisters have accrued. Yeah, but you hate it so much. You hate it so much. Go burn the flag. Yeah, exactly. That's and <laughs> that's what I say is, as a U.S. citizen, I'd rather be nowhere. Because we have the rights. There's a lot of other countries that don't have the constitution that we have, don't have the rights that we have. And a lot of things are happening that, that they And they're not control. making stuff up, like critical race theory mm-hmm. or... Um, you know, critical race theory has to be critical of everything. That means it got to be critical of every single system. So they say systemic, meaning systematical mm-hmm. racism. So everything must come down. Mm-hmm. Everything must come down. What do you think about critical race theory? Well, you know, that's, uh, I was, when I was driving school buses about five years ago, I could see it in the horizon because I was telling my fiance wife that I could see it way the teachers were talking to the students. And I'd come home at night and I said, look, they're talking to the students like this. They're teaching them this and they're telling them lies and putting fear into them. You know, after there was the 2016 election, um, they put the fear into a lot of the Spanish kids. Uh, Parents are gonna be sent back to wherever they came from. I had kids coming on board crying, and I had to explain to them that wasn't true. You know, after the elections and they seen, they came up to me and said, yeah, you're right, Mr. Sice, you were telling us the truth. And I said, I just don't like what they were doing to you guys. Mm-hmm. It, was, it and, wasn't. And they did it to them because because they they are they are Mexican. Are you talking about Mexicans or, or, or Spanish people? Uh, Mexican Mexicans. and Spanish. Right. But they were scaring because they were Spanish and Mexican. Right, so right, because because we're so, have this very close, complicated, and beautiful relationship with, you know, with Mexico because we border Mexico, so we're blended mm-hmm. in, like, some way. But uh, as far as Spanish people go, the critical race theory on that was that that you're the colonizer, I'm the colonizer, you're the colonizer, you're the colonizer, and we should decolonize and look up the definition of, of decolonization. So any Spanish people, any Mexicans talking about decolonization, mm-hmm. I'd go do me some key terms and definitions. Seriously. And honestly, as parents, we need to know what this critical race theory right. is yeah. because they're putting it in our schools this year. They're, they're trying to force it the education on our kids this year going forward and what this is. And if you don't know what it is, you need to look it up because it it's detrimental to Hispanics, to blacks. What they're trying to teach them is really resegregation. Yeah. It's unfair. Exactly. It's yeah. It's like, Oh, we have to, um, we have to address our past and we want to write a rewrite history, not write better history like meaning in the forward mm-hmm. but they want to look back and be like well we really don't agree with martin luther king anymore let's take him out of the book let's take him <laughs> out of the book let's just erase him right here uh in let's, fact just rip the pages out yeah let's not teach about what he did let's not teach no right. let's not do that right exactly because he was the one percent that prevailed he was the one percent that they said what they believed in faith family freedom mm-hmm. and protecting the unborn yep and that's what i'm saying is who are they 
to rewrite history. Who are they to try to erase history, try to take down our statues, rename our capital, and change our history? And in not the even from here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's what I get upset about. You know, say people say America is racist. If that's a fact, then why do we have congressmen or Spanish and Oriental and uh, you name it? They're in all forms of government. It's, how could it be racist? I laugh when people say that the U.S. is racist because I'm like, there's all races here. <laughs> all races like German, Islam, there's Chinese, Asian, everything, right? Like Vietnamese. Every race is here. So how is America racist? And like beyond that, in New Mexico, honestly, I don't really know what happens outside of New Mexico. I don't know what a Hispanic looks like outside of New Mexico. I know what Hispanic means in New Mexico. Mm -hmm. I know what Mexican means in New Mexico. I know all of these things. Seriously. That's what I'm saying. Like, really? New Mexico's all of a sudden racist? We didn't even hear about any of this stuff until our politicians started uh, getting Google eyes mm -hmm. for California and their bright ideas, New York and their bright ideas, and then they bring their policies because they vote religiously. Did you know in the great city of Santa Fe, there's likely going to be more people voting that aren't from Santa Fe, like meaning they parachuted in there. Yeah, they moved And in. there's a little liberals out there taking down our statues, uh, influencing people, acting like as if they speak for you, speak for you, speak for you. And at the end of the day, they don't speak for anybody and they're not from here you're not even from here go back to wherever you came from if you can't pick up the way here in new mexico and take your bright ideas with you and better yet if you come here in the spirit of new mexico don't bring your bright ideas seriously no seriously you're right i agree that's off the cuff <laughs> <laughs> that had nothing to do with patrick that's just us getting hot uh, right over some stuff <laughs> so yeah i mean so what are you gonna do as mayor tell us what you're gonna do well we're gonna get crime under control we're going to get our kids' education, try to fix it somehow, some way. Get these mandates off of our kids. They can't breathe. We can't breathe. There's people who can't have underlying conditions. They can't even be wearing the mask. Um, so crime, education. I want to bring trade programs back in Albuquerque for people. There's a lot of trade programs and trade uh, businesses that need people working there right what happened to like the um, electricians the carpenter the that blue collar kind of work that's still very legitimate work it makes a ton of money especially that education to do it and, i mean you go from i mean you you know it's 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 a place where you can move up in whatever it is that you're doing and so there's a big push to go to college and i really like to see a lot of those other types of influences come back so that way we have master carpenters and i call them sparkies but they're what are they electricians mm -hmm. and you're right i mean there's a lot of a lot of other traits out there that a lot of our youth can learn and huh? can prosper from because there's the electricians there's the plumbers everybody needs a plumber i don't know about you but when that goes down we, we definitely need that you know and same thing with the electricians because if we don't have people help building these houses, help growing our communities, what are we going to do? Burn down the house with some electrical fire? And build crosses from the wood. Just exactly. kidding. Then we'll have to hire a bunch of people not from here. Exactly. And then the money doesn't recycle itself here. What are you going to do about the art project? Well, there's a lot that got to be looked into that. Uh, like you say, you see a lot of um, people just hanging around the buses, mm -hmm. stations, and riffraff. Right. I would like to see like some sort of contest. Like you dream art to make it better 
have this thing, have some criteria, and just let somebody come up with the idea. Because I'm sure somebody has a really good idea out there what to do with it. How to utilize it better. Right. I would have done something like 25 miles of neon light or something cool. Because it's the longest strip of the Mother Road. Yeah. The original Mother Road. Yeah. I mean, uh, the open road is the essence of freedom. Mm-hmm. Everything you see was always... A car driving down that long long road sometimes it was a convertible you got the wind blowing through your hair and then you got the radio and and the radio even if it's from a different perspective on the photograph you see the dial right there and the music is loud winds blowing through your hair it's american freedom mm-hmm. yeah. american freedom that was one of the first roads that got you from the west to the east or the east to the west that's it and everywhere mm-hmm. yep original route 66 we have the longest strip of the mother road anywhere so I recommend neon lights up and down. Yeah. Take out the art. And then why do we have two buses going up and down Central? It's insane. <laughs> that, uh, it blocks two, traffic. Right, because they didn't think about that. They didn't think it through, you yeah. know, because it was a jobs the program. The only thing I could see that benefits our art lane is emergency vehicles. Because you go down Central, it's all jammed. They're, right. using, they're isolating that lane right. to move forward. That's the only good thing I see But, about like, now that. you can't even flip, like, turn around. Yeah. You know, it, and then... It's just wild. Yeah, uh, the U-turn. You can't right. even do the U-turn except yeah. for at certain points. Yeah. You right. can't pull into businesses because they block that whole middle part off. Honestly, I avoid Central. Seriously, because sometimes I don't know if I'm in the bus lane because, again, they didn't measure right or whatever. So in, <laughs> in certain parts, you're like this in the lane to flip the U-turn or to make the left-hand turn. But you're like head on with the big bus. Yeah. It's and scary. I'm like, I wonder how this is going to go. And, and I'm like looking in the mirrors, making sure I'm I'm actually in the turning lane. Mm-hmm. And why is this bus uh, staring me like this? Mm-hmm. Directly in front of me. Directly in front of me. You know, mm-hmm. nose to nose almost. And then when they cross the light, it's like a it's a hard right, hard left back. And I'm like, who measured? Who who <laughs> created this? You cannot trust City Albuquerque with numbers, any kind of numbers, whether it's measuring or money. But I do agree with you, Dinah. They should have some sort of competition to get the community input, especially people who live around that area. Right. I'm sure they have plenty of ideas to go ahead and make it a better system to where we can utilize it more. Right. Yeah. And that way it's not, that way it doesn't, um, you know, how can I say this, hurt the city as much as it is. Because right. we're not making money off of it. We're losing money on on it. You know what I mean? There's a lot of things that we're putting into this art system and it's going nowhere. <laughs> and yeah. now it's for free. Like, they can't even give it away. Yeah, exactly. Because before know? they were charging, but now it's right. for free. It's just for free. They're, I mean, you're just like, please, please get on the bus. You remember when they were first building it and the bus would stop at the bus stop and then it would be out in the middle of the intersection? They had to, like, change the bus stop because the bus was too long. And well, it would be in yeah. the middle of the intersection. Well, do you remember they thought they need, uh, they were going to be able to use the same bus, but they didn't realize because it was now in the center of the bus that the door was going to have to be on the opposite <laughs> side and they couldn't use the old bus mm-hmm. because uh, the circle part right there, you know what I mean? It, yep. it goes on and on. And then they bought a bunch of buses from, from China. Something. Broken. Like they bought broken buses from China. Seriously. Mm-hmm. And like not even trying to fight with China. They're like, well, I guess we're just going to have to suck it up millions of dollars yeah why not it's easy to throw other people's money away maybe it could be an overall theme of you know of art and each section you know because it goes into different parts because it's all the way up central or something um the feel of the community yeah so 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 like it has a like an overriding theme 
but then each area gets to sort of have its input, you know, mm -hmm. but it should include neon lights. And, you know, I think it shouldn't allow a little bit of cruising on there. I don't think we should be holding up traffic and stuff. And, um, and, and there should be no trouble. It should be one of those things where like, you don't behave like that. So we're coming to the end of the hour. So Tony, I just want to thank all of our listeners out there, you know, tune in all the time thank just you. to hear us and Thank you again for wanting to hear Patrick. Oh, my, once again, my name is Patrick Ben Size. Come meet me at a meet and greet on the 30th at the Republican Party. Love you, New Mexico. We'll see you on Monday because, well, we got weekends off. Wow. But we work weekends. Bye.